This is a Rooster Teeth production. We're here for another week, apparently. Uh, as you can see, uh, Mark and Brad are out. But hey, guess what? We are again live on the Rooster Teeth website. If you're listening to the audio um, next week on Wednesday, uh, again, you can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. I don't care. But right now we are live and in person in the Rooster Teeth studios. If anyone says we're not, that's a goddamn lie. Uh, and also on the Rooster Teeth site, check us out on the apps uh, every single Friday. Uh, as you can see, if you're looking at the screen and not listening on Wednesdays, like I said before, uh, Kid Mamacelli is back. Hello, uh, everyone. And uh, she's here to make sure that I don't screw up today um, by making sure that I say, hey, today's episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Uh, stop putting your online data at risk and get protected at expressvpn.com slash RTTV. Um, now, what I don't know, uh, Caden, is who you've brought with you today. So I have been training what I'd like to call an understudy. And uh, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, dear? Hello, my name is Rosaline. I have been always wanting to be a big headshot producer for like audio shit. So like, I am just so excited for this opportunity. Like, oh, gosh, it's going to be so exciting. Oh, so fun. Um, <clears throat> So usually we don't uh, do this. Uh, as you can see, uh, it's it's been, well, it's, uh, Rosalind, it's been an issue in the past. Uh, mm -hmm. The actual host of the show, Mark and Brad, didn't show up. So now I'm here trying to make sure that the show is still going. <sighs> um, and Caden was actually uh, doing rounds in the office when she saw me sitting in here alone panicking. Uh, because I don't know if you know this, it is Friday, which means a lot of people just didn't show up today, yeah. uh, which is like mm -hmm. fine. It's fine. Um, but I had to panic, ask her to be on the show. So I'm sorry if that uh, ruined your first day, Rosalind. I, I apologize. No, no, no. I think this is great. Like it's it's really getting to like see all sides of the production, like mm -hmm. in front of the camera, mm -hmm. behind the mic, mm -hmm. in the booth, mm -hmm. talking to the walls. Yeah, like, nobody's in the office. Mm -hmm. It's really fun. Yeah, no, it's um super fun. Uh, the well, the most fun thing is that this is I think. This is this like the 11th time they've done this to me and it just, yeah it, it's fine it doesn't get easier anytime but like it's like whatever um i don't actually uh okay no that's a lie i know where i know where they are this time they they called and left a voicemail kaden i was gonna send you an email about this but i'm just i'm just gonna play the voicemail for you since you're already here hold on okay let's hear them okay. yo what's up kayla it's mark and brad Sorry for the janky audio. We are coming at you live from Tom Sawyer's Island at Disneyland, where we are giving people books and forming a tribe. And it, some might call it a gang. I call it a movement. I call it a prophecy. Um, I, we're really stoked about it. And it, it, again, sorry for the janky audio, but it's just a little crazy here. You know, people open a book and they open a world. So uh, that's what's going on with Mark and Brad. I mean, it's pretty crazy out here on the island. You know, we're fighting off gangs. Have you ever seen the Warriors? You know, Warriors, come out to play. You know, it's like that, but it's like come out to read. Yo, what's up, Kayla? It's Mark and Brad. We're going crazy. We're opening minds. We're doing crazy stuff here in uh, the wonderful world of Disney. Tom Sawyer's Island has never been so hot right now. They told us that they are changing it. We do not care. Our gang, our tribe, uh, frankly, our family, La Familia, we are not leaving this land. We are here to protect and we will die for what we have uh, founded here. Things are different now. Books have opened minds, they've opened worlds, they've opened uh, a new way for us to promote Colbrucha. And uh, this is really exciting and a really exciting new gang for us to be a part of. This is what happens, all right? All these TikTok kids, they come up on top of the island. They're like, oh, I heard there's a good view that I saw on the Disney TikTok. And we say, you want a better view? The view of your mental horizon when you start reading a book, better yet, you listen to me, Mark, and Brad read you Bridge to Terabithia, start to finish, and reflect on death. 
uh, Kayla, it's really crazy right now. We are becoming TikTok book influencers, but that is just the next step in our program. So anyway, we're not going to make it in. So you guys have to do the show. Okay, we'll see you. Bye. Yeah. Um, that's what I wanted when I was a kid, when I went to Disney World, to have two grown men try to make me read while I'm on summer vacation. Yeah, that's not going to make anybody uncomfortable at all. Uh, oh, I God. really, really like books. So I would take the book and read the book. You take the book over Disneyland? Yes. What about you, Caden? Oh, why would I take the book over Disneyland? No. I can cause so much trouble at Disneyland. No, but you can... I have, I have enough bones to pick with those people over oh, there. No, no. But hear me yeah. out. You could multitask. So like Disneyland, you know, mm -hmm. lines. Yeah, those lines are pretty long. While you're in the line. Like, uh, Terabithia, what is that, like, like 120 pages? Yeah, that'll, that'll take a whole day to read. It was like two-hour lines. 120 pages will take a whole day to read? Yeah. Hmm. Wait, not so for sure me. about that one. Wait, what? Are you serious? <laughs> for, for me, I'm illiterate. Um, oh, no. oh, speaking speaking of being illiterate, um, so uh, Rosaline, yeah. you don't know this, um, but when I signed on here, uh, I signed a contract that said if for whatever reason I had to take over the show in the absence of Mark and Brad, and then exit to the next point, if everyone on the show also happens to be a woman, we have to do a contractually obligated segment called Chick Chat. Chick Chat. Uh, Chick Chat is a segment in which we just talk about whatever. I don't know why they put it in my uh, contract. And again, once renegotiations come up, I will be bringing it up with them. But until that point, uh, you guys want to chat about anything? Anything going on? Anything fun? Any likes? Any dislikes? Well, like talking about books. Okay. Um, so I like I know that Mark and Brad were just like talking about TikTok, mm -hmm. but like I also am like really into TikTok. Okay. And there's this whole section of TikTok called Book Talk, and it's where book people talk. like recommend books and like what's going okay. on in the world. Like I started reading one of my favorite book series that I'm reading right now, which is called A Court of Thorns and Roses. Really great, really interesting. So like a Game of Thrones thing? No, no, it's like it's no. like. It's not it's like, like a song a, of ice and fire, but with like no, no, it's like roses. fairies and like okay. beating the beast. And there's okay. a lot of sex. Um, oh, okay. You okay. put that on TikTok. The books have sex on TikTok. No, 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 no. No people read people the books and then come to TikTok the and they're like, <gasps> they read the books read and come. Okay, got it. Here's the spice. That's what that's what we call like sex and books. It's spice. Oh, so I thought the, I thought mm. that was called like. Uh, like lemon or slash or something like I no think you're no showing no your that, age that's a little bit that's like, a little mm. bit uh a little bit older mm. yeah yeah i'm it's i am spice. old spice i don't care for that i'll stick with my citrus thank you very much oh okay um, well. i'm drinking some cold <laughs> brew right now it is hor horrendous um still not entirely it, certain how it's sold very well but it, hey it sells enough to pay the bills listen men drink ipas uh i don't see why they wouldn't enjoy this as well um you're not wrong so you said Beauty and the Beast fairy sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, that's not the book I want to talk about. But like, okay. so spicy book talk, right? <laughs> so yeah. okay. what I do want to talk about. Do you guys know what Kindle Unlimited is? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. So like you have a Kindle, you pay a fee, yeah. you get mm -hmm. a bunch of books for theoretically like, it's like Netflix. It's Netflix mm -hmm. for books, right? Okay. okay. So, I'm pretty sure that's books. called a library, but okay. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, somebody on TikTok, BookTok goes, you ever heard of this book called Ice Planet Barbarian? No. And the internet goes, no, I have not, but it's a free on Kindle Unlimited. Let me read it. And then it's been a little less than a week and three of the books are in the top 10 books on Kindle. That Okay, before we get, I would love to know what these books are about, first of all, but I would also like to say the top books on Amazon go fucking crazy. Uh, the number one selling it's not. like manga <laughs> right now is called like Dick Fight Island. I've heard that's really good. It's also on BookTok. <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah, it's like the number one selling manga on this on Amazon right now. It's crazy. So if I... there's anything that's trending on Amazon, it's probably because some TikTok influencer posted a video about it. It went viral and then everybody yeah. picked it up. Yeah. And then nobody actually read it. 
So, yeah, I hate when I hate when things go viral on TikTok only because like sometimes it influences my day to day life. Like I went to Whole Foods the other day and I was trying to get some pinchetta so I can make my carbonara, and the dude was like, "Oh, there's only one left. You trying to make that TikTok recipe?" And I said, "No, sir, I am not." Uh, so apparently there's some pancetta related TikTok recipe that I know nothing about. But um, please, I what is it? Ice Barbarian Planet? No, Ice Planet Barbarian. Ice. Okay. Is a 22 book series. Mm-hmm. Oh, good lord! That is about a. Uh, here, I'm going to read the Amazon description of the first book. Please do. You'd think being abducted by aliens would be the worst thing that could happen to me. And you'd be wrong because now the aliens are having ship troubles and they've left their cargo of human women, including me on a nice planet. Uh, As far as I'm aware, this entire book series is about women getting railed by eight foot tall aliens with big dicks that have ridges. And that's that's the plot. And it's 22 books long. And apparently how can you write that for 22 books? Lily Allen, 22 Taylor Swift, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22 novels about getting railed on the night. Honestly, that no, that's that's fair. And here's here's a, here's a question for you. It's when really did the good. first when did the first first book come out? Yeah. Oh, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. I need. Yeah, I need to know when the first book came out. I need to know the last book. Fifteen. Fifteen. And the last I, book. Yeah. I gotta find it. And I would like it's... to know the average amount of pages in these books agreed i need more information about this uh it looks like oh, it's uh, 188 pages the first one. Oh my okay. god i'm just getting um okay so <laughs> well you have I'm to sorry, set up the plot Dick first Fight it's not Island. a whole 100 188 pages of of getting railed by eight foot barbarians there's like a really good plot and that's the wild thing about it because people are binge reading this series as fast as possible and they're um, just going ape shit you didn't interesting I, I love that the first of all i love that the author's probably fake name is ruby dixon uh <laughs> i love that the art for this book looks like it's 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 literally like someone uh took a picture of a muscular human man and just slid the tone slider all the way to cool uh oh yeah what is these. up with this and then they put the woman on all the way to warm uh We've got Ice Planet Barbarians. We've got Barbarian Lover, which is an Ice Planet Barbarian novel. <laughs> I can't wait for the um. I can't wait for uh, at the beginning of twenty twenty to see this as a upfront show on some streaming platform. The most it's, recent. Yeah, can't book, wait for it to be be on on Netflix. The most recent <laughs> book just came out this February, so who knows? There might be more in the works. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, I also feel like I want to tell you guys about this little side project I also have, which is called uh, OT3, which is Observers yeah. of Tales, Truth, and Trivia, and it's like this little side podcast me and my friends are working on to like mm-hmm. try and get the feel of the industry, and it's uh, okay. also on RTTV. Oh, cool. every it's, Tuesday yeah. at three, because like OT3 at three, like it's kind oh, of a vibe. Fun. Oh, I see. OT Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll be on one day. Who's to say? Hey guys, guess what? We are halfway through June, uh, which means we are halfway through Pride Month. But that doesn't mean that the Pride ever has to stop. You can celebrate with HBO Max and their Shine On page, which is dedicated to making LGBTQ plus characters, creators, and their stories shine. HBO Max has a massive diverse collection of lgbtq plus content from max originals hbo originals historic documentaries trans and non-binary stories basically anything from the l the g the b the t the q the plus i said it before it's a perspective you're gonna get it uh currently i am re-watching gentleman jack it is one of my favorites and i am looking forward to the dropping of season two of generation and betty which i believe might be happening today or tomorrow uh so keep an eye out for that you should also check out the human by orientation digital pride hub on hbo max it is a month-long celebration of pride with live musical performances queer comedy specials drag performances and so so much more uh i think one of those includes uh the sam j's new show that dropped which is very hilarious so far so you should definitely check it out uh be sure to go to our link hbom.ax nda to sign up for hbo max and start streaming today again 
That is H-B-O-M dot A-X slash N-D-A. Or it might just be easier to click the link in the description down below because it is a little bit confusing because the dot doesn't go where you think it is. So I'll say it one more time. Again, third call to action. Love to do that. It is H-B-O-M dot A-X slash N-D-A. Sign up for HBO Max and start streaming today. I'm going to go and I'm going to rewatch all of Adventure Time and these new movies that they just added. So I'll see you later. Um, so, uh, the guys are, <laughs> I can't believe this is a real book series. I'm still like stuck on that. Uh, so the guys are at Disney World, Disneyland, Disney World, one of them, uh, Disneyland. Uh, so I thought that it would be cool to do a segment that I really like to do called Uninformed, uh, in which, uh, one person on the show talks about something that the other people on the show may not be too familiar with and kind of get them acquainted with the topic. And, uh, today's topic is Disney gangs. And when I say the phrase Disney gang, uh, what do you think that is? Oh, Disney gangs. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, that could be a million different things. I mean, it could just be a bunch of people wearing Mickey Mouse ears and running around with baseball bats. But I want to say it's probably more along the lines of we stand this particular ride and how dare you talk about this ride near our ride. If you don't, if you don't think Splash Mountain is the best ride in the park, I'll stab you. That's what you think of those. That's so- that's. I mean, people have gotten stabbed, stabbed over, over less. So, yeah. do you want to know what I think they are? Yeah. I think, like, you know that game, Five Nights at Freddy's? So, like, <laughs> it's it's what happens after the park closes down. All mm-hmm. of the suits, like, harness that Disney magic. Yeah. And they come alive and they run that park at night. And there's like different fights between like the different like sections of the park. Cause like, you know how they're all like mm-hmm. themed. So like the Chippendale boys are over mm-hmm. here getting ready to fight Stitch and his siblings. And it's just mm-hmm. wild. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to go in a more um, Dick Fight Island direction with that, but I'm glad you didn't. I mean, um... we were just talking about the <laughs> gangs. Like there's, Gang's got some women in them too, and they got some feist, and maybe there's some some characters that don't have a gang, and they have to sell themselves for money to the other characters. Like it's possible. I feel like that's going to be an episode of your upcoming podcast. Um, Okay, so basically, Disney gangs are part of the Disneyland Social Club, which is an organization of Disney fans who wear matching like jackets and vests and patches and lanyards and like basically style themselves as like motorcycle gangs but for disney um yeah they're mostly like harmless and each like club has their own like membership requirement to get in but basically all you have to do is like you know you apply you follow the rules you're courteous to the cast members Uh, as you know you can't dress as a disney character in disney world or land because you will get kicked out because you know children don't know the difference between um a cosplayer and a actual cast member but can Um, you dress as shrek technically not disney it's not disney but they might they might kick you out just for being non uh disney ip so who's to say (laughs) like get that dreamworks shit out of here uh so yeah this is (laughs) this is another gang which has a very (laughs) dude with the fedora is killing me uh (laughs) okay so you might be like oh how did this happen like do they have kids did they just go so much they all just live in florida well let's just jump back in time to august 6 uh, 1970 uh the youth international party otherwise known as the yippies who concurred at tom sawyer's island uh they uh they can uh, they all got together at tom sawyer's island uh blocking major thoroughfares got into fistfights and it resulted in the police and security throwing them out of the park so hopefully none of this sort of incitement is going to be happening with mark and brad giving out books at disneyland today mm. um but since the clubs didn't really start forming until 2012 like the real ones that weren't about fist fighting um i think it was the black death and the neverlanders social club were the first ones um and this is where you yeah i know the names and that's when you like start seeing like the physical alignment of people like instead of everyone just wearing like mickey mouse ears or just like we got jackets and vests and pitches and helmets and whatnot uh you made a girl named sandy uh but basically uh each group now has their own you know various calling cards i think there's one group that looks like the pink ladies um my favorite ones are the main street elite which is like that's just 
basic who likes main street fuck out of here uh disney villains uh the disney resort imbeciles uh turbo juggin disneyland which sounds like an anime that is promoting disneyland yeah uh mickey's pink ladies and waltz most wanted um waltz most wanted yeah yeah i'm not entirely sold on that yeah knowing the history of uh mr walt disney himself i think i know Mm. what he wanted and i don't appreciate it yeah Um, nobody should want what walt wanted what's walt disney's history Oh no! <laughs> you mean notable anti-Semite Walt Disney? <laughs> you sweet summer child. <laughs> oh, oh uh, yeah, they yeah they froze that Nazi's head. Um, anyway, oh, in twenty seventeen, in twenty seventeen, um, there's there was a you know kind of a eh, not a major controversy, but there was a lawsuit filed in Orange County by uh, John Sarno, the founder of the Main Street Fire Station Fifty Five Social Club. Uh, I'm sorry, when that guy uh, hosted a 9-11 memorial walk and was approached by members of the White Rabbit Social Club and demanded 500, who demanded $500 for protection money. Um, Sarno refused to pay the fee and then alleged that Jacob Fight and four other members of the White Ra- Rabbit Social Club proceeded to cyberbully and harass him hack into his confidential medical files and spread rumors that he and his wife were drug addicts, caused his wife additional emotional distress, making her lose her job, and also made false reports to police officers and news outlets that he was committing fraud. Uh, all over Disney World, <laughs> Disneyland, if you will, excuse me. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, not like, it's not like gang gangs, but like there's definitely some shit going on uh so yeah disney disney gangs you guys you guys have any thoughts any you prayers? think there's a secret underground fighting ring for mm-hmm. the gangs on the disney mm-hmm. property oh absolutely. 100 like, percent. yeah like, do you think like it's Mickey in the hall Ma- of presidents <laughs> that feels like <laughs> no. where it would be no they, I if mean... i had to if i had to choose I've never been to Disneyland, but I have been to Disney World. I feel like the best place to have a fight club would be that like Toy Story area. That's like in I think it's like in between like it's like next to Star Wars World because I feel like it's like in the cut. Nobody really like goes back there. Everyone's so distracted by Star Wars that they would just like you could throw down in the one to one scale recreation of uh, Andy's room from Toy Story, and I feel like that's where it would go. Where it would or happen. Disneyland? It's got to be Toontown, then you know. <laughs> It has Is to it be. Toontown? Did you guys ever play on Toontown? Yes, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Toontown was so good. Why don't they bring that yeah. shit back? Better than oh, Fortnite. They're bringing, well, they're bringing back Neopets, so you know it's only a matter of time. They're bringing Neopets back Neopets. Away. Neopets is back in the circle again. Yeah, it's it, trending. I, mean, the site I never have to went keep away. my I have to keep my fingers on the pulse of everything. Neopets are back. <laughs> Next, oh, it's coming. About... Furbies will come back after that. Oh, Furbies have been. We had the Long Furby Renaissance last year. Long Furby is different than the Furbies that you can buy at the store. There's going to be a Renaissance of Furbies, and then someone's going to burn their house down with a Furby, and then it'll all go wrong again. (laughs) Did someone previously burn their house down with a Furby? I am not at liberty to speak about this for legal issues. Okay, that's fair. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, But yeah, Disney World. I feel like. Mm, last time I went to Disney World was 2019. Um, I used to like go with my girlfriend's family for like uh, New Year's, and all I remember is there was like this super sick. Uh, obviously it's like super sick fireworks because it's like fucking New Year's, but like they did this super sick uh, fireworks display where they had like projected like a Star Wars tribute into the sky with the fireworks and it's the craziest thing i've ever seen i will i have to i have to talk a little bit about this i have to the fact that they these are these are grown adults creating yeah. gangs mm-hmm. inside of disneyland disney world theme parks mm-hmm. what kind of you know i assume what middle-aged white male is so obsessed with a theme park that they just make that their entire identity yeah as a, as a person 
What are you going to do? Make a podcast about going Yo, to theme gonna... parks now? That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's stupid. That's insane. Who would have the time to A, visit that many theme parks, B, have so many thoughts about those theme parks that they would create an entire, what, I'd say 35 to 60 minute podcast about it that then airs weekly? And like, who would even, who would even cut that? And then like ads would run on it that's crazy it's that's it doesn't seem me. it doesn't seem Untenable. plausible it doesn't seem likely do we do really we do need would do, do we really want the opinions of more middle-aged white men on things that we've already for have plenty children. of i could just throw a dart at a board and hit it yeah i mean hey fine. that's why we're here you know that's why we're here it's true <laughs> doing this podcast because two white men wanted to do it but then failed at the last second Surprising. Um, you know, they're very reliable in general. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, guys. Um, I also have a new segment that I wanted to try out with you. Um, it's going to be very, I'm being very vulnerable right now, uh, pulling this out. Um, tentatively, I'm calling it Attempted Murderer Turned Songwriter, but I feel like we could also call it. Um, Nobody, no crime is an autobiographical song by Taylor Swift, but that's neither here nor there. Um, do you guys know who John Hinckley Jr. is? Does that name ring any bells? Yes, I say that it does. Kaden, who who is it? <laughs> oh, well, what do you do, do, do? So, you know how you mm -hmm. can sometimes get a little too obsessed with something and mm -hmm. it becomes again a little bit too much of your identity and you base a little mm -hmm. bit you know uh, about falling in love with the idea of becoming something that you're not necessarily well uh john keekley jr fell in love with the idea of you know robert de niro's character in uh, in taxi driver mm -hmm. and desperately sought to become that particular individual and um, uh, if, if if someone's ever seen that, that movie um okay let, let's go back a little bit uh johnny kinkley jr was born in 1955 he grew up in university park texas shout out tejas and he moved out to la to be a songwriter in 1975 you know the easiest time period to become a songwriter in la uh, obviously he was unsuccessful. I think there were some other bands going on at the time that might've taken the shine away from him. But, uh, when he returned home, he began to stockpile weapons, uh, and become a gun enthusiast because that's just what you do when you live in Texas. Uh, he was also maybe unrelated, maybe related on a boatload of antidepressants and tranquilizers to deal with the emotional stress of being a failing singer songwriter uh in 1976 he became obsessed with the film taxi driver like you said which is a movie about plotting the assassination of a presidential candidate uh it started robert de niro and jodie foster like you said hinkley became obsessed with jodie foster started stalking her and he moved out to uh new haven connecticut while foster was attending yale i don't know if you guys know this about yale but it is in or around connecticut i believe and he would write her songs and notes and slip them under her door call her and leave creepy stalker messages on her voicemail uh all of this very bad untenable behavior that we do not support um <laughs> any thoughts that juju. about this uh man <sighs> it gets better <laughs> yeah i mean maybe if you you know hey it gets better uh it gets better because this is where things really go downhill uh he started getting he started fantasizing about like ways he could basically uh get noticed by jody foster uh so he would do like bad things in his name so uh he decided one of the things he decided to do was tail president jimmy carter best president we've ever had love that peanut man uh with a plan to assassinate him but he was caught and arrested and charged and you know uh obviously released at some point uh over time his mental health continued to decline excuse me bless you oh it's Zoom a little tight. sneeze thank you uh so he set his eyes okay so he set his eyes on the new target uh he wrote a letter to jodie foster one more time also jodie foster is that she's is she the one the gift that's like what what do you want in a boyfriend like what what do you what do you look for in a guy and then she gives like a knowing lesbian smirk to the camera is that her 
I don't think I know enough lesbian memes. That that's needs fair. to change. As you're working under <laughs> me, you need to. That's the whole brand. Yeah, I feel like. Sorry, sorry to uh, sidetrack. I do have ADHD. I need. I I, I believe. That is, yep, that's her young mm -hmm. Jodie. If you look up like young Jodie Foster gay silence, it'll be the first thing that comes up. Uh, <laughs> so, um, sorry. Uh, so basically, he wrote a letter to Jodie Foster that says, like, over the past seven months, <gasps> I've left you dozens oh, of poems. Oh, I've seen this meme. <laughs> yeah, see, it's mm -hmm. a very well-known meme. That's true. this is who we're, this is who we're talking about. Uh, she's all obviously has done several other things than be this meme. She's a very prolific actress, but this is the one that I know her for the most and appreciate her. For if you're not a meme, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, meme over matter. Um, yeah. Okay. So he wrote over the past seven months, I've left you dozens of poems, letters, and love messages in the faint hope that you could develop an interest in me. <clears throat> Although we talked on the phone a couple of times, I never had the nerve to simply approach you and introduce myself. The reason I'm going ahead with this attempt now is because I cannot wait any longer to impress you. And he signs his name, John Hinckley Jr., which is, I feel like when you name a kid Jr., that's a lot of pressure for them to not uh, ruin your legacy. So hopefully his daddy ain't proud of him. Mm. Uh, and that letter uh, led us to what he is known for, which is not his bad music. Uh, <laughs> he's known for attempting and failing uh, to assassinate uh, Ronald Reagan. And on March 30th, uh, 1981, is that the Ides of March or is that a different day? I don't think so. Is the Ides the fifth? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he shot Reagan six times. Six times. He shot him six times. And that man survived somehow. He didn't succeed? I no, I don't know if it was like, if he hit like, like just like body meat. I don't know if they like he didn't, grazed He didn't him. get hit directly. It was ricochet yeah. shots, unfortunately. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was not, they weren't, uh, <laughs> They were not in. They were not in the right area. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, they didn't directly hit Reagan. He took, but he did take a ricochet shot in the chest, uh, which again did not kill him, obviously. Uh, and he also wounded a police officer and the Secret Service agent, uh, and he critically wounded a press secretary, the most innocent of all of these people uh, involved. And uh, while the uh, while others recovered, um, I believe that the press secretary. Uh, was paralyzed again. The le well, the one who should have gotten away with it was the one that was gravely wounded the most. Uh, he was paralyzed from the gunshot wound to the head, and he died in 2014. His death being ruled as a homicide 33 years later, I guess due to the bullet that he took to the head 33 years previously. So apparently, if you shoot someone and then they die from that, much, 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 much later on. He'll still be charged, so keep that in mind. Complications involved in the shooting still technically yeah. count, correct? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a homicide on a technicality. Um, it was the it's the intent behind it that really yeah. like sells it. Yeah. Well, if you're yeah, if you're like, I mean, he was shooting at them. He well, was shooting with the intent too. So yeah, you know, well, it, it's still technically homicide. Okay, but like, look at it this way. Uh, we all live in Texas. You know how, like, living in Texas, we all have our guns that they give you when you sign a lease in Texas. And they're yeah, like, sure. oh, here's your lease, here's your keys, here's your gun. And how we're all obligated, again, legally, because we live in the state of Texas, we have to go outside, six rounds into the air, going, yeah, with our cowboy hats, mm -mm. and we throw them up. Mine's Everyone a pink cowboy hat. Who's to say he wasn't doing his morning leaving the house ritual? That's true. And Reagan don't, don't forget you have to, to double that up on Fourth of July, by the way. Did it, it has to be a twelve in Texas? L old habits die hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I no. It was a. Where was that actually? Oh, was Hotel in, in Washington. It was Washington. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, damn, Texas is. If you're a president, don't go to Texas because a bullet's gonna hit you. Um, Again, from all of our shooting the guns up in the air when we leave the house. Yeah, it's just it's just a normal trajectory. You shoot something <laughs> yeah. up, it'll come back down. It'll come back down vertically. I think it's called the Texas Magic Bullet. Anyway, that's not yeah. That, those there. monsoon seasons that we have, it's not actual rain. It's just bullets coming back down. It's just a bullet storm. It's the trajectory. What happens is we shoot so many bullets here in Texas up into the air. Again, 
as you obligated do. that when they come the amount of them that come down changes the trajectory because of like i think it's like a magnetic pull from the like because we're near the equator it's a whole thing i don't know the science behind it but like it makes sense um it's like a bullet cloud and then it creates this <laughs> this this condensation of 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 ammunition in the air exactly and it, it stews for a while it needs to build up for a bit and then eventually you know it rains all back down yeah it listen it's very normal that's why if you ever come to texas um you'll see that all of the gas stations ports of entry and the border uh all have uh these like super heavy metal umbrellas it's for the bullet storms yeah we also have um, bulletproof cowboy hats we do which are very expensive and i hate when i throw mine up into the air and then it gets like and my neighbor is also doing his like morning salute and it just like ricochets off because then it does internal damage to the hats which is very annoying yeah um tangent aside yeah uh-huh. <laughs> uh hinkley was deemed not guilty on grounds of insanity and he was released in 2016 uh, with many conditions including having to live full-time at his mother's home in williamsburg which sounds like a uh, personal hell uh he is not allowed to have alcohol he cannot own a firearm which is like you know tracks uh he cannot speak to the press and he is not allowed to uh view or listen to violent movies television or cds and he can't access uh <laughs> he can't access uh porn online and he must record and never delete his browsing history um it gets better <laughs> <laughs> wait my okay i have so yeah. many questions like Hold can you have the kindle access kindle unlimited and read barbarian planet ice, and does that count as ice barbarian planet please ice barbarian yes. planet and does that count as online porn or not yeah, i don't that's my think question so too. well like, i it depends on, erotica. it is erotica suppose, but they say no porn which is videos theoretically i suppose i suppose it's like it depends on if you get off to it that that kind of like denotes that it, if it is or isn't do you think there are people get... in the world? Who, I mean, obvi- never mind. What a stupid question. You're, you're, asking, honey, you're asking a question that you know the answer. I know to the answer. Uh, Wait, what was, was the question? Just, I was going to say, are there people in the world who can read erotica and not be like, oh, hello? But then I was like, oh, no, that's a stupid question. That's a stupid question. I, I mean, like, me. Absolutely. Well, okay. It's no, like, as- okay. asexuals exist. They do. Yeah. I, mm, I know an asexual who gets off to erotica, though. So it's not, you know. Yeah. Maybe also you if you can okay, if you can get off to it, people get off to a lot of stuff yes. that is or isn't meant to be gotten off to. Yes. <laughs> Which means that anything and really everything something. could potentially be porn. So, you know, yeah. he should have everything nothing. is porn. Yeah. He's not allowed to have I can't even say like media. Like he I mean, could, I don't know. And also, you, know, you know, you know, rule 34, Wait, everything but, that can be porn will be. But, and that's okay, how it let's, works. Let's not focus on the porn for a second. Let us okay. focus on the definition of violence. Okay. How, like wh- who draws that line of what is violence? Is like the, cartoon violence? Yeah. Cartoon violence is still violence. Yeah. I mean, but like, if, if, I mean, we're talking about somebody who, who oh, attempted yeah, yeah, murder. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Everything yeah. is violence. Everything. Yeah. everything is violence no 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 i know but like it's like uh, do they do they use like the mpaa rating system or yeah because like technically like there's movies that are just like war as hell and there's like a lot of guns and shooting and then there's movies like i'm a boxer is that violence or is that sport you know fast sport, and the I furious mean, sports can be i mean there's i think there's fast a fine line yeah <laughs> um anywho, anywho it gets Z's, better <laughs> it it still gets better uh last year Hinkley created a youtube channel uh and started posting videos uh he got permission from the court to start using his name and now he's trying to become a musician again just like he did in 1975 uh he got permission from the court uh by saying i'm a musician and nobody knows that and can i please put music because I feel like when people Google me, they only know the one thing I did in the seventies mm. and not the fact that I'm a soulful singer songwriter. Um, they just see me as the guy who tried to kill Reagan. Uh, I, I need to, I need to pause here for a minute. There please. was a missed opportunity for this particular individual. There's a missed oh? opportunity. 
the channel intro should have been I tried to kill Ronald Reagan an apology video and it should have been about an hour and a half long yeah. and it should have been filled with I'm sorry but and <laughs> a lot of things like that to explain you know his side of the story and yeah. understanding that he wasn't trying to murder everybody they mm -hmm. were just fun bullets meant not to do anything but you know yeah. shoot confetti at high yeah. velocity into somebody's chest he posted a video three hours ago three hours ago he did how many views are on it 622 that's too many that's too many that's that about too many... 621 too many too many views. I Stop can't watching. take it seriously. I just started it first. No, don't do that. Don't. No, oh, no, no. God. Don't. Don't. We're gonna get the copyright strike. Stop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> as listen. As as the person who's in charge of this studio, I am humbly requesting everybody who's listening to this and watching uh -huh. right now, do not go there. Do not no. watch. Do not smash like buttons. Do not Actually, hit that sub button. And no. don't. Hit the bell. You yeah. don't want any of that. Don't yeah. give that this, person it, attention. No. End of story. And this isn't how we. This isn't how we usually say don't do something while nodding our heads. We genuinely no, mean don't do it. No. This is a hundred percent no. 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 Unless. No. What the fuck? <laughs> um, how listen. is this legal? How did he even get out of jail? He. Uh, uh, they, they said he wasn't. They said he wasn't mentally fit. So I think it was essentially an insanity. Uh, like bargain and that's why he like has to live at home with his mom which is like what happens with his mom dies they give him like a state provided caretaker i have more questions yeah i wouldn't get the put a state provided caretaker anywhere near somebody like that yeah no not someone like that but well, i would so say go back i would to say <laughs> i would say rosaline listen just take a minute to do some research about this guy you'll understand no. why he's not in prison anymore <laughs> just just a quick passing by glance and you'll completely understand um this also isn't like the first time I, uh, a murderer has been like let off and then started a youtube channel there's some guy who was like a i think he was like a he was like a hitman and i want to say somewhere i want to say somewhere tropical i just somewhere want south of the equator against youtube's terms of service is that i well, don't I guess i don't want to give I'm these people a platform it's um, what's the crossover what's the crossover here this is this may be digging a bit too deep but what's the crossover between murderers and would-be assassins turning into youtubers and youtubers no. turning into would-be assassins and killers okay. oh. hear me out because hear me out hear me out hear me out it's got to be pretty intersectional we there's got to be more to that any, we are ignoring the most important bit right here what how many serial killers slash murderers that have been let go have podcasts oh a bunch i mean I think a, a lot, lot. true a lot. crime never that's the okay here's my thing i have this theory listen they made an uh, apology video it's fine that's what i'm saying the next rational step uh in our society because okay so as we all know there are more psychopaths and narcissists or not psychopaths sociopaths and narcissists than ever before because uh both of those uh character traits make you very good at having sex and reproducing with people so um there are more now no that's like it's like a real fact like there are more now than ever before and i feel like in the next like 10 years we're going to be at the point where like people who are convicted of doing like terrible things are going to become the new like celebrity class like i feel like we're maybe two to three years away from Casey Anthony having a podcast. No. Like a true Listen, crime podcast. Too many, I feel like, too many, too many like Nazis have YouTube channels is, is all yeah. I'm going to say. Is That's too what many... I'm saying. It's linear. <laughs> My soul just hurts. Like, I just... <laughs> like, we're, we're so close. Listen, it started... It started with Octomom sex tape and it ends with Casey Anthony True Crime podcast. That's all I'm saying. Um, I, I, you, what I, the hell were we talking about? Kaylee, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It just hurts <laughs> my soul. You know, we're trying to run a legitimate business here. And then out, out there is like murderers, assassins, Nazis. Yeah. They're just mm -hmm. multi million mm -hmm. dollar empires. Yeah, not here, no. though. No, not on no. the roost. <laughs> no, 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 no. But at Disney, maybe. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Sorry, I just looked at uh, chat and uh, Jethro Q said something that I fully agree with. You guys know about the the dude who's the fucking host of um, a very popular 
true crime podcast called Sword and Scale. No, I do not. Can you tell me what this podcast is about? Uh, I don't know. It's like true crime. I've never listened to it. It wasn't for me. It's like whatever. I never listened to it. But apparently the dude's been like harassing the woman who did like season one of Serial, like the Adnan trial season. He's just been like harassing her like crazy, like a crazy amount and like sending his like fans after her and like anyone who defends her, he'll like attack also. It's like it's a whole like thing like in it's like infighting drama in the true crime podcast community uh which is again uh indicative of the trajectory <laughs> of all podcasts and podcasting uh society but hey that's neither here nor there um do you guys want to hear some comments that have been left on this dude's videos by people who have uh worse values than us and actually sat through them Unfortunately, I would actually like to hear these. Yes, me as right. well. So, uh, this user, whose name sounds like a place that uh, fixes guitars, but also will uh, deck out your truck, uh, said, I can't believe a guy who tried to assassinate a U.S. president has a YouTube channel posting guitar videos. We live in a strange life, period, and then capital L-O-L. Um, that comment has 66 replies. Um, Harry Nuts said, Rappers lie in raps about being gangsters. This guy shot the president of the United States and plays acoustic and plays acoustic singing about love. That's not ironic. IDK what is? <laughs> um, I don't is that irony? I I don't I don't know, if it's, I don't know irony, if it's irony. It's just unfortunate. But it feels it's more <laughs> juxtaposition than irony. Here's yeah. the thing. I can't take anything serious with somebody whose legitimate screen name is Harry Balls. Yeah. So, Harry Nuts, please. Harry, Harry Nuts. Harry Balls is his father. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this guy said, even though you had a little bit of a hit back in the eighties, this time around you really <sighs> killed it. Do you get it? Do you get what he? Do you get me? No, you, this is this is it? bad. This is bad. I don't know. That, that one was got, actually that one tickled me. That's a I like, good one. That was, that no, was I like fun. that one. I like that one. A bit of a hit. That's good. Um, <laughs> Steven Stein says, came for the meme. Steve, because it's actually pretty good. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Uh... I just I can't support somebody making music that has killed people when Taylor Swift still can't fucking access her own music. So listen, she also maybe killed someone with Harry Styles, allegedly, which is, again, my favorite TikTok theory it's the best hypothetically supposedly supposedly and then they wrote music about it yeah hinting at it in several Mm -hmm. songs um which again i don't know maybe i'll go on your podcast and talk about that one day sarah who's to say yeah um my name is sarah who's sarah rosalyn yeah rosaline rosalina is it i thought it was rosalyn i mean it is what it is i told you rosie i'm not gonna say it again uh oh and my favorite comment uh first oj on twitter now this we do be living in the society uh that's true we do be living in the society and honestly i'm goddamn sick of it (laughs) i hate it living in the society is trash it's garbage i don't want to do this anymore i simply want to fuck off to the middle of nowhere cottage core (laughs) lesbian vibes it could be yours honestly it could be mine my favorite um thing is that the youtube algorithm has just been serving me videos of just like 40 mm, i'd say 40 to 60 year old white men that just like live off the grid in like tents and trucks and stuff and i'm just like must be nice to be able to uh, afford the ability to do that huh yeah like (laughs) one dude literally he was just like this is my tent. This is my dog. This is my truck. I live in the forest in Colorado and I'm building a cabin with my hands. And I'm just like, oh, I wish that were me. Have you ever exactly. thought about how technically the United States shouldn't be 50 states and it should be several different countries? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you mm. mean like anytime I see those like maps that are made to scale and they're like, did you know that 80s? 80 Germanys can fit inside Texas. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Or like how you drive eight hours in Europe and you hit the ocean, but you drive eight hours in Texas and you're just still in Texas. Yep. Yeah. It's depressing. Um, ideally, if I if I had it my way, I would cut Texas up into four, like four quadrants. 
and make it multiple states and then i would extend new mexico down a little bit just because i love it as a state and i would love to live there but i don't want to go up too far where it's too hot so i could just live in the bottom half and be like i'm in new mexico ah new new, new not, mexico yeah new, new mexico uh and it's like you know temperate there's this thing on the internet and i can't find it where you literally can go and look and like move the maps around to see oh, how really? big things are really yeah <laughs> oh like how um how gargantuan africa is mm-hmm. like how how massive like that that's uh whatever that map the like standardized map is such bullshit but like uh seeing how big things are actually relative to how they look on the map is a it um shatters the facade of the reality that we live in um there is an episode like cool. of law and order yeah. and it has a clip and if you have not looked it up please for the love of god it is so funny and it's like it's basically the law and order people like sitting there and these oh like map committee shows up and they're like we'd like to discuss about how the map is wrong and they're like <laughs> what do you mean the map is wrong and then they show them the real map and it's just these like law and order people being like what the fuck are you talking about? And it's this them having existential crises, and it's about incredible. <laughs> it's so good. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up after the show. Everybody should go and Google that. Look that up. Um, uh oh. Sorry, I was looking at all of the uh, <laughs> all of the Texas what? Texas talk going on in the chat. Yeah, what? Uh oh. Um, <laughs> you can't say uh oh while I'm here without having to explain oh, no. yourself. I said no. It's just different. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like this country is too big and needs to be like split up somehow into like smaller states. Because again, I hate how long California is and I hate how big Texas is. And I feel like all that stuff up on the horn part is too tiny. And maybe we can just smush some of them together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I also think we shouldn't have time zones, but that's neither here nor there. Also, oh. it wasn't Law and Order; it was West Wing. West Wing. Ah. Were they talking about gerrymandering? No. Or was this just like a bit? No, 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 no. no. Do you do you think that the West Wing would talk about gerrymandering openly absolutely. and honestly? No, absolutely not. <laughs> they would talk about gerrymandering and be like, "But we're too good for that, and that's why one day this will be." Outlawed we don't. Because, we are above yeah. it. We don't need it. It doesn't happen in our in in our version of this. How dare yeah, in you our version of America? <laughs> God, I hate that show. Um, you know what I don't hate though? Uh, the fact that we've reached the contractually obligated end of this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, I really enjoyed having you guys here, uh, Caden. You were actually very nice to me this time. I really appreciated it. I'm proud Rosalind. of you for handling things and and turning things around. And Mark and Brad are going to hear some words from oh, me please. again. I I just want them to come in once, just once. I want them to come in. You know. Um, but it's fine. Rosalind, it was a delight to meet you. Uh, I hope that you know Caden doesn't change you too much. Because you seem like a very polite young lady. Thank you. I will try and change Caden for the better. Nice try, but not happening. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, don't forget, hey, get masked up, get your Fauci ouchie, and be nice to each other. And uh, have a good one. Bye. Bye. Watch OT3 on Tuesdays at 3. Do it. We talk Bye, about fandom shit. Bye, everyone. <laughs>